This is Simply Scott, and I am Scott Pennick here to share what I've learned in 40 plus years of walking around on this earth about how to be healthy, how to be fit, and how to make that simple, how to make it fit into your life. Because if it doesn't fit in your life, it's going to be like one of those New Year's resolutions. And this is definitely one of the topics that people frequently make New Year's resolutions about that you get really excited about and go really overboard and make a lot of sacrifices and changes to your life and your schedule in January. And then if you're lucky, you might still be doing it in February and then you just determine that it's not sustainable. It's not something you can keep doing. That's not the goal here. The goal is to talk about ways that you can implement healthy practices into your life that get great results. Not that it doesn't take effort, but that it's simple, doesn't take a tremendous amount of planning or time. Gives you a lot of bang for your buck, so to speak. Uh, because this is something, like I say again and again, that we all have to do for the rest of our lives. So today, what I want to talk about, it's a topic I've touched on before, is the incredible value of strength training for your health and fitness. Now, strength training does not have to look like the world's strongest man competition uh, you know, it does not have to include uh, one rep maxes um, on, uh, you know, deadlifts and, and squats uh, and bench press, you know, all the powerlifting movements and all that kind of thing. But it does include resistance, could be your own body weight. You can really accelerate results a lot of times using additional resistance, usually in the form of weights. And so I want to talk about why strength training just gives you exponential results over solely cardio, right? So many people when they want, and and listen, let me start by, if you haven't listened before, I was a competitive runner um, since from the time I was 12 all the way through college on scholarship. In addition, I continued to run competitively, moderately competitively because I was going to graduate school and law school and started having kids and all of that stuff uh, through my 20s and even into my early 30s. So I love and certainly used to even more love running, but I have learned as I have gotten older and wiser that I get more fitness results, more health results in less time by focusing most of my fitness training on um, uh, uh, using weights, using resistance, using my body weight, some kind of strength. Because that strength, it adds muscle mass. And as most of you probably know, Muscle burns more calories than, you know, fat and uh, the rest of your body. I mean, you need more muscle. More muscle mass equals 
uh, usually a higher metabolism, you're burning more calories, you, are, you may not be lighter on the scale, but you will be leaner in body composition. Let me tell you, in my, that, that should be your goal. I was gonna say in my opinion, but then I cut that out. Like that should be your goal, to be leaner in body mass, assuming that, um, to, I should say, to have an appropriately lean body composition. Okay, that means an appropriate amount of body fat as a percentage of your body composition. That's what really matters, not the number on the scale. So let me give you an example. At my post-collegiate running prime, I weighed as a roughly five foot, 10 inch man, 125 pounds. Okay, that is very light. I don't remember what BMI number that was, and BMI should just stand for BS, by the way. But um, it was, I think, on the like unhealthy low scale or something like very close to that. Uh, recently, I don't step on the scale every day, um, but I have weighed more in line with 172 pounds. Now, back when I was so purely running, I thought, I frankly thought there was no way I could be over, let's say, 150 pounds without looking fat. And let me tell you, I have, I have not had a body composition test in several years. I would not be surprised if my body composition is currently a lower percentage of body fat at 172 pounds than I was at 125 pounds. Because let me tell you about my 172 pound body. It is lean, right? I have been strength training for years now and put muscle mass on. Nothing like, you know, a football player or anything like that. 172 pounds is not a huge uh, size uh, man. So, you know, I'm still, still a very medium sized person. But um, my waist has gone from something like 29 inches to 30 inches. And that is mostly because there is extra core muscle around my body supporting my, my back, uh, my abdominals, my whole body. You know, all of that, there is more muscle mass there. So uh, adding nearly 50 pounds uh, of weight to my body from strength training. And I, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, I can eat a tremendous amount of food, not feel guilty about it. I do definitely watch the quality of the food I consume and the composition of that food from a macronutrient standpoint, which is my the protein, the carbohydrates, and the fat. And I, I really just aim for protein. I, I find if you just kind of aim for protein, you are going to, you know, high protein content, that's going to tend to lead you if you just want to simplify as much as possible while not skipping your veggies. So I'll, I'll add that caveat. Aim for high protein, but don't skimp on your veggies and you will uh, have a, a pretty, probably pretty good, pretty lean diet. That's a super simplification, but um, you know, this is called Simply Scott here. But so, you know, I was at one point trying to 
gain weight. And um, it was literally hard for me to eat as much food as I needed to eat. So some of you are cursing me right now, but why I am telling you this is to show you, just using myself as an example, the tremendous impact of strength training versus pure cardio. Now I said I get a lot more bang for my buck, so how much time was I spending on cardio when I was pure cardio versus how much time am I spending on strength now? So I'll tell you now, I go to the gym for one hour typically, one hour, five days per week, occasionally six days per week, although usually when I do six days per week, I find that my body needed more rest and I'm reminded that five days is the right number of days for me. So I usually work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, take Thursday off, Friday, Saturday, and then take Sunday off. Um, you know, Sunday's the first day of the week, but whatever. Um, so that's my normal uh, schedule. So one total hour at the gym, that's, uh, yeah, I'll get there a little a little bit early to do a little extra warm up. I, um, I go to a class environment where I do not have to program the workout. So that's part of the simplicity. Someone else has planned it for me. I show up with my gym bag, has all the stuff I might need in it, and I do the workout that is programmed. I modify it as necessary to meet my abilities, how tired maybe I am based on how much sleep I've gotten or uh, prior workouts in the week or just whatever's going on with my body. And, and I'm there for an hour, a little, a little bit of mobility work and stretching after the workout. So <clears throat> fine, call it. 10 minutes ahead, 10, you know, I get to the gym 10 minutes early, I leave the gym maybe 10 minutes after the hour, so let's call it an hour and 20 minutes all in. Um, not bad. Now, running, running purely, that was my pure cardio, and that's what so many people go to when they wanna start losing weight is running. Even worse than that, just running on a treadmill, because they're starting in January with their New Year's resolution, and if you live in the Northeast, like me, it's freaking cold in January. And so you get a Crunch or a Planet Fitness membership, which are, are fine, those gyms are fine. And they're just the cheapest memberships I can think of. And you get the membership just to go in there and run on a stinking treadmill inside for however long. Um, but when I was running, I was spending easily an hour and a half to four hours a day, six or seven days a week. So frequently total, really all in time was two to four, four and a half hours um, of, uh, of time with the travel, stretching, warm up. Um, you know, my current gym is five minutes from my house. I didn't include that time, but um, <clears throat> you know, uh, so a lot more time. That's a lot more time. An hour and 20 minutes compared to an average of, let's say, two and a half hours a day of running. Now, I was training really seriously. And and I have gone from, uh, I have gone from a 125 to 130 pounds to, you know, 170 to 175 pounds as my normal kind of range for body weight. <clears throat> And, and it's been muscle gain and I can eat really what I want, although I do definitely watch what I eat and the quality of the food I eat. 
the, the strength training gives you so much benefit. Because if you really look at, and also, the amount of time for my running, that was really, uh, you know, frequently an hour and 15 minutes to three hours of actual running. The strength training I'm doing, I'm, I'm giving you my all-in time at the gym. Um, you know, it's probably, if you cut out the warm-up or stretching and cool-down and stuff, I'm working out for 35 to 45 minutes and getting those benefits because there is a heavy strength focus. So when you are looking for a program, if you are looking for one, if you need to change because you're just not getting results or you're spending too much time, you know, my family was growing and I just made a decision that I was spending too much time running and I wanted to have more time with my family and I just found something that I truly enjoy, the strength training. And it, so a strength, look for programs that are strength focused, use resistance and uh, look for high intensity interval training programs. So H-I-I-T, it's frequently called. You can find classes like that at a lot of gyms. Um, CrossFit uses that methodology a lot. Orange Theory does. I've seen a UFC gym have classes like that. I'm sure other gyms like Crunch um, and your whatever your local chain is probably have classes like that. If that's what you want, if you don't want a CrossFit or an Orange Theory, which costs, both of those usually cost over $100 a month, um, you know. Uh, you know, look for that type of class uh, environment and you will get so much bang for your buck. Not only that, and let me just throw in at the end, strength takes a long time to gain. You, you'll see quick gains uh, at the beginning, but then to truly continue uh, improving, it's, it's, a, it's a very long process. But when you, as you age, having that strength and no matter what age you are that's going to depend on how you can start um in your current health and fitness you know and you need to speak with your your physician uh to confirm that whatever you're starting is appropriate for you but um strength is what's going to keep you out of the nursing home okay i mean setting aside um you know, uh, a cancer situation and you know an alzheimer's or dementia situation um, strength, the ability to get up and down, to take care of yourself, the how easily you can get up off of the floor, how strong your grip is. Those, those two factors, actually, I've read articles that said those two factors, once you start to get into your 50s, um, the, the ease with which you get up off the floor unassisted and, the, and your grip strength are major factors in determining how much longer you're likely to live. And uh, this wasn't in, in what I read, but I will say how much longer you are going to be able to live unassisted, right? It's strength, right? If it's, it's the ability for your body to move your body, right? So listen, uh, I hope I emphasized it in a way that clicked with you and that you see the real value in strength training. Oh, let me use one final example. I say it's not what the scale says, it's your body composition that matters. I will use my wife without using her weight numbers. <laughs> so when we started doing strength, 
strength training and high intensity interval training together in a CrossFit style program, a CrossFit program. Um, we, she, it, it's my, I believe her weight did not change much at all, but her body composition changed. She was never, she was always healthy, never big, but, um, you know, at that point she had had three kids already now has had a fourth and we're done. Um, but she had had three kids, um, you know, was a, was a size six, which a lot of people would love to be size six is great. And, but you know, size six and like, you know, that was, you know, she was definitely a six, not, not, not anything lower. So she's a two, same weight, same weight on the scale people. This is why I don't want you to focus too much on the weight on the scale. So now she's a two in most places, sometimes a four and is incredibly lean, gets comments from other women on her arms. Her arms and upper back are so defined but feminine and so she wears tank tops you know uh, because hey be proud of what you worked hard to earn and I just cannot tell you the number of comments she gets on her arms on the definition in her arms and her back um, it's it's from strength training guys and the number on the scale did not I, I put on a lot of weight um, but she did not, and we do the same workouts. She did not bulk up. She got very defined and very lean and the same weight, but went down two sizes in clothing. Um, so, so once again, don't focus on the scale. Focus on, you can focus on how the clothes fit and focus on your body composition if you, you know, have some way to measure your body composition other than your own two fingers pinching those love handles and and uh, just kind of checking it that way and seeing how it changes. So Simply Scott is all about simplifying health and fitness because if it's simple, you'll do it. If you do it, you'll get results. That's what we want. Sustainable, lifelong results. Thanks for listening. Hope you got a lot out of today. Talk to you soon.